0: The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold.
1: The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings.
2: ladies and gentlemen just moments ago i was talking to kevin stanfield in a very brief and i mean very brief uh, pre-show production meeting and you know he said i'm not sure if we know how to do this show after a win for the Washington football team. And I'm not sure if we do, but we're going to figure it out today. The Washington football yeah. team, uh, beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady, and those guys uh, looking impressive, uh, at least, you know, offensively perhaps, and uh, Taylor Heineke and, and those guys. Uh, and so, yeah, getting the third win of the season. Um, and, and so a lot to discuss. I'm just going to start with the same thing that I've been saying all year, Kevin. Uh, so, you know, that there's no need to panic. Now, before the bye with the loss to Denver, that's when I'm like, okay, things are off schedule now. But now with an unexpected win against Tampa Bay, the team is literally exactly where I thought they'd be uh, before the season started, except this Chase Young injury. Of course, you know, our thoughts and prayers with that young man and hate to see injury take anybody out, no matter what team or what player um, for the year, especially one so nasty like that. Um, But the team is right where I thought they'd be three and six after nine. Um, you know, flip a few wins and losses here or there, but it's exactly what I thought.
1: Well, you know, I'm, I'm still thinking that holding out hope beyond hope that 11 and six just might uh, gain us a spot, especially <laughs> if if we sweep if we sweep Dallas mm-hmm. and um, and sweep Philly, you right? Know, then uh, then a win against the, you know we'll win the division, right? You know we can, mm-hmm. you know we'll have the tiebreaker then, right? Speaking right. very very <laughs> very optimistically, right? And mm-hmm. uh, but but. The the game went not quite like I thought it it would go, but mm-hmm. that was my game plan in the playoff game against Tampa. That that mm-hmm. being Tom Brady has shown throughout his illustrious Hall of Fame GOAT career mm-hmm. that if you hit him early. Right. You will rattle him. You will change mm-hmm. the way he changes. He he perceives the game because one good lick on him, early. If you don't hit him early, you have Tom in the pocket. He's thinking he's the goat. You know, he's thinking he's the guy in the commercial. He has to carry his rings with two hands, right? Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. thinking, you know, you know, I'm the goat the best. You know, I'm the greatest of all time. But if you hit him early like the new york giants proved in 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 two super bowls right and and the seattle seahawks would have proven if they had a coach that that would give marshmallow the ball uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know uh you, you, you if you hit Tom early he'll start thinking you know, I don't need this, man. I got one of the most beautiful wives in the world, right? You who, know, makes, I, who makes more money than I do. I don't need this. I need to keep that pretty face because, you know, she wants to keep that pretty face, right? You hit, <laughs> you hit Tom early, he'll start thinking... Man, I wonder what, you know, Subway's going to pay me this week, man, for just mm-hmm. not even saying I eat the sandwich, just right. showing up on a commercial, right? <laughs> commercial,
2: right?
1: And yesterday, it was, it was, uh, you know, this game, they hit Tom early. They hit mm-hmm. him early. And if you know this, Tom threw like three passes down, right? The rest right. of them were checks, checkoffs to Leonard Fournette, right? You know, uh, so, what w- my overall view of the game was: Tampa did not come uh, ready to play. Tampa mm-hmm. played a lousy game. Now, that in itself isn't important, but if you remember, like uh, uh, two or three weeks before the bye, Kansas City played a lousy game right. and proceeded to thrash <laughs> this team mm-hmm. playing mm-hmm. playing poorly. So, right. this was a victory. Right. It was two victories on, on the you know in the and it's big a victory because the team, uh, we didn't play down to the level of the competition. We, we saw a, a Tampa team that, that wasn't on top of it. We took advantage of
2: it. Absolutely. Took advantage of it. Won the game, you know, and it's funny because I had made a joke on Twitter um, at Claude J Radio, uh, you know, that once the game was over, I was going to tune in to our buddy Scott Jackson and Fritz <laughs> Moot to hear all the fans call in and say that they're going to win the Super Bowl now. Because right, that's right, usually, right. yeah, that's usually what happens that's what uh, we with do. The, Washington, <laughs> the Washington football team. <laughs> it's kind of what we do. But no, I mean, like you said, you know, just a few weeks ago, we saw a team come in and not play their best, but still leave with the win. And right. and, and and one encouraging sign is, you know, if a team's gonna come in here uh or or play against this team and not play their best this team will can at least can win that game. And yeah. so you'll have to still come and play and play your best. And, and you know, I'm thinking that that last drive, you know, if they don't score a touchdown here, you're going to give Brady time. If you kick a field goal with on the clock and he can come down, and he can score a touchdown. And, and, and that would be like your typical Washington football team way of the last few years to lose this game, but they yes. didn't. Heineke found a way to make this long drive, 10 minutes, and they end, you know, with a touchdown, putting the game out of reach is exactly what you'd want them to do. Um, and, and, and and furthermore, you know, again, there's just something about players that when they play, they're just kind of exciting. You don't know what you're getting out of this guy. Hmm. I love the way Heineke played. I'm not saying he played great. Um, and as a matter of fact, he played about the way he normally plays. Maybe he didn't throw two interceptions or so in this game, but it's exactly what I expect from him. He's ducking. He's spinning. He's running. He's throwing it up. He's excited. You know, it's the fact that for years, and you have made this point, Kevin, there have been a need to to, to, to coach enthusiasm and the desire and the want to. This kid doesn't need that. He doesn't need you to coach him on that.
1: Right, right, right. He, he's a natural. As a matter of fact, he should double as the, the one-two player coach. Uh, mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. He, 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 and, and I read on Twitter, and I should stop doing that because half the people on Twitter have no idea what they're talking about, as I will say in my <laughs> next tweet at <laughs> Stanfield Capital, but, but people keep using the expression, uh, Heineke is a second-string quarterback at best. He's not a starter. And I beg to differ with him. He's starting. <laughs> yeah, he's starting It's like Bill Parcell. You are what your record says you are. You yep. are. Are what your position says you are, right? Yeah, if, yeah. if you take the snap before anybody else on the field, you're the starting quarterback. That's exactly. It, right? You exactly. Know? And speaking of which, let me go on a, a tangent, and we'll get back to Heineken. I don't want to forget this point. Uh, one of the Burgundy and gold, I'm not sure which one it was, made a big deal of the mm-hmm. fact that the that the uh, Buccaneers won the coin toss and elected to receive the ball. They mm-hmm. took it as an insult. <laughs> they took it I said, "Well, come on, man! No, no, no! It's, it's the first time I've seen like common sense in a while. That's the way you want the ball. Period. If you know, uh-huh. and pretty soon, if they think that they can score with the ball, you you'll you want the ball. Anyway, that's mm-hmm. uh, uh, Bobby McCain, I believe it was. Now it was, but anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm the president. Always have been the president of the Heineken fan, uh, Heineken of the Heineken mm-hmm. <laughs> fan both, club. Both, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> Heine, Heineken, uh Bud Light is as well." You know, I could tweet all through the game. Go, honey, go, which Uh maybe I should change the way that sounds. But, (laughs) (laughs) but, but yeah, yeah, the the kid brings uh, that want to that desire. And I really believe that if Scott Turner would be a little bit more creative and imaginative and flexible and start designing the offense to, to, to fit Heineke, as opposed to making Heineke work the offense. Now he he engineered that last drive. I'll give him that. You got to mm-hmm. you got to give Scott and Turner all the credit in the world for, for engineering that. Those uh, changing up those those slant patterns because we knew, and I tweeted this that that the uh, the pressure was going to start coming. They were going to mm-hmm. start blitzing, and it was, it was, you know, by the length of a couple of fingernails, like one on the screen pass and one on the deep out, That the ball hit the Bucks in the hands. Mm-hmm. And it could have been two pick sixes uh, in, in the fourth quarter, but just—just <laughs> just, they weren't ready for that Heineken touch. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if there was a, the problems that this team has, and they are numerous in spite of the win, the quarterback position is
2: not the most concerning at this particular time. Absolutely, absolutely, and it gets to the to one of our points all offseason. You know, to bring in you know Ryan Fitzpatrick first time all year. I said Ryan, and not Matthew. Thinking about golf. Here, to But to bring in <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick, and we, we've said this before, but it, I think it bears repeating: to bring him in in a situation where you had Heineke already, it just didn't make any sense. Like, it, unless you're going to considerably upgrade on this position, there was no need to even do anything else other than what you already had. But anyway, um, yeah, enough about that. Let's talk a little bit about the big news. Obviously, outside of the win is the injury to Chase Young. Um, anytime you get a dynamic player like that hurt for the rest of the year, obviously, it's going to be a big deal. It's obviously going to have its impact. How do you see this impacting the Burgundy and Gold, uh, specifically that defensive front? Because you've got him out and you've got Montez Sweat out.
1: Right. That Now, that, that made Brady feel a little better. Uh, in the second half because he knew that he really had to worry about the pressure that was coming right in front of him. You hate mm-hmm. to see anyone get hurt. And, and, and this was, there's never a good time to get hurt, man. This was kind of unfortunate because of the, of the comments he made, the sort of flipping comments he made in press conference last, someone asked him about not being there for OTAs or, or, uh, you know, if, if they weren't, OTAs they should call them MTAs <laughs> mandatory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a dumb mm-hmm. question to me. To me, I, I would, I would. Anybody ever ask me that question, I said that was the old stand because the, the 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 league sort of put it out there that uh, old been organized, uh, mm-hmm. but it's optional. They're optionals, and uh, I believe that the Chase spent a little time on the Family Feud and maybe Dancing with the Stars or whatever. Maybe. <laughs> he was a remake of mm-hmm. Martin, right? Whatever, right? You know, <laughs> he, he was living the, the life that a, a 23, 23-year-old bachelor should be living, right? Large, Correct. right? Right, right, But, right. He, but he made the comments of a comment, someone flipping, you know, got to catch that, you know, got to that, get that money, get that channel, whatever he said, right? And people took offense to that, like, oh, no, he can't be doing that. He's not doing what I want, so he's wrong automatically right, right? you know right. so um unfortunately that that um that occurred, and we wish the best for him. I have not seen the official results, but i've I've torn an a c o and I know what it looks like. Mm. <laughs> the facial expression. And that's exactly the one I had so yeah, probably te- yeah. tears in my eyes when it was happening. Right. Mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't going to be brave. Like the heard that uh, Chase waved the card off. I'm not going to ride it off. I'm going to walk off. You know, he came yeah. back from the car. I wasn't going to do all that. No, I mean- <laughs> no. Bring the card out. Bring it Bring out. The card. Bring out two. Right, right. Bring, out, <laughs> yeah, bring out one for my mom, too. Bring her out right. on the right. car, right. so we can ride back
2: together. As a matter of fact, right. right, I want
1: my mom to drive the car. I would have right. done all...
2: <laughs> all the drama.
1: I would have done all that. Now, now, the thing about it is, what it does is it forces the coaching staff to make adjustments, right? You know, mm-hmm. Chase was not having. The best of seasons for whatever reason, whether it's coaching, whether it was a lack of talking to Heineke for the go-to, whatever, sophomores, <laughs> jinx, whatever you call it, he wasn't having the best of, best of seasons, but this forces the coach to play somebody else, this right, forces right, somebody right just like, and I was drawing a blank. I didn't, you know, because we mentioned how brief our pregame meeting was. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to, to look at the, uh, the, 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 rookie linebacker, whose name I was trying to slyly look up while we we're doing the show, uh, mm-hmm. the middle linebacker, the first round, uh, pick, uh, mm-hmm. when we had injuries to the linebacking core early and this forced him, uh, Jameen Davis, something about, um, this forced more playing time he had to play right. more because they didn't have anybody else to play because they only decided to keep like two and a half linebackers and mm-hmm. he's gotten better by the game right so Injuries will do that for you if you have the proper depth. It'll make the coach make adjustments they wouldn't no- normally make, and uh, players will see the field that normally wouldn't see playing time, right? It weren't, mm-hmm. They're not going to sit. They're just not going to sit, Chase Young. They're not going to okay. do it. Right. And, yeah, no, and you shouldn't. And you shouldn't. Yeah, right, 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 right. They, they might as well they have them dropping back in pass coverage or some ridiculousness <laughs> like that. But, but I'm very anxious to see who, who will step up, who, when given this opportunity – is ready, who Daryl Green once said, and I saw on one NFL special, that there's certain things that happen to you in life that he calls uh, right now moments. That means that what happens to you in your life when these moments come depend how you react right mm-hmm. now. So you mm-hmm. got to be ready right now when the right now moment comes. Right, and right, said, right, For instance, when he, when he uh, ran the, the the uh, punt back against the Bears in the playoffs when he, when he tore the rib cartilage, right? Mm-hmm. He knew that Joe Gibbs put him in the game because he needed something to happen right now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he threw his whole body into it. So, so if there's guys on this team who are ready for this right now moment, we might see something special happen. We might see careers
2: blossom here. Uh, yeah, because no, of the absolutely. chance that they're given. Yeah, yeah, given the opportunity and given the chance. And so there's going to be a couple of themes in this uh, federal ball report. And one of them is what does this mean? And so we talked about, you know, the chase young injury, and I wanted to come back just not specifically about him, but you know, what does this mean? And you obviously, you know, said that it means that those who get an opportunity now need to step up and do something. Cause this is their right now moment. Let's talk a little bit about the team in general. So they beat the Buccaneers and yeah, it takes them to three and six. But what does this win mean? What does this mean? It means that, uh, somewhat like when uh,
1: when Rocky was fighting the big Russian and hit him and cut him, and then the manager said, "You know, it's not a machine. You know, he's a man. You know, basically, mm-hmm. you can do this. This is not." Unheard of! Now we've seen some uh, improbable runs out of this team. Several. We saw the one in the Joe Gibbs year after the murder of Sean Taylor. We saw the one, the the RG three year where they had to believe. I believe they won the final six, you mm-hmm. know, culminating in the the the, the Dallas play, the Dallas uh, flex game, the Sunday night to go to the mm-hmm. playoffs last season. We saw an improbable run when when uh, the coach, uh, someone told the coach, you know, coach. Uh, we could win some of these games and, you know, if we win, that's a, that's a good thing. And, you know, Mm -hmm. of course, you know, he was so busy, right. Changing the culture. He didn't realize that winning was, was, was good too. Right.
2: Well, again, and and I I listen, I listen (laughs) to a lot of media. We're the only ones that still remember the fact that he was saying early in the season, There's some things that are more important than just winning these games. Like, we're like, well, if we were trying to win this game, we would have done this differently. But there's other things we're trying to do other than win this game. And I just don't understand, you know, why folks let them off the hook for that. But anyway. Uh, They will. And they
1: will. They will let them off the hook. Coach, 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 coach. But... Mm <laughs> Except for B Mitch. I love one day they're going to let him, B Mitch, ask him the questions. But, yeah, you know, B Mitch, yeah. they won't do that now. They won't let B Mitch on, anywhere on the same airways. Matter of fact, if B Mitch is on the air, <laughs> they won't let Coach listen to the radio. Right. But, well, <laughs> yeah. So it, it means that possibility exists and. And that's a funny thing about winning, man. Once the guys start winning, they start liking it. They like hey, my, hey
2: Mikey he likes it, right? The more they win, the more they like it, and the more believe, they believe they can. And that's the they, you thing. Know, There's no yeah. other franchise like this team that uh, I've seen get on a roll. And once they're on a roll, they stay on it. No matter how good or bad the team is in, in one given year, once they get on a roll, you see them continue to can, to, to to win and, yeah. and stay hot. And so, you know, and, and, and that's what it means. I mean, what it means to me is that it's weird because even though the season t- is just one game longer, it's it feels like it's just a longer season. It feels like it's three extra games for some reason. And you look at yeah. this three and six record and you're just like, you know what? It doesn't mean that they can't, you know, especially with the Giants being bad, Philadelphia is winning some games, but, you know, you got two left against them and I don't, and I don't consider Philadelphia any good, you know, at least not any better than this team. And so it, it means, you know, maybe you can sneak in with the wild card. You've got a bunch of teams right there uh, uh, in, in, in kind of that same realm, whether you look at Minnesota or, 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 you know, in the Philadelphia, you know, you've got your division winners, you've got some good, but those teams, I mean, they're right in the middle of it when it comes to trying to sneak in with this wild card. And again, with 17 games, yes, it's just one extra game. Feels like three to me. It feels like the season is, is super long.
1: Yeah, especially with so many division games at the end of the season. It, mm-hmm. it seems like there's, there's, there's chances there. There's opportunities that, you know, they go into it thinking playoffs, right? They got, you know, they, that, that's, the, that's the thing. That's what coaching does, man. It develops a mindset. It it makes a guy want to run through a brick wall, and it's about mm-hmm. coaches taking advantage of what they have right now. Right now, these guys are on a high, right? You know, if mm-hmm. they could take advantage of that, if they could, you know, this stuff that this nonsense was happening, the coach getting on the air talking about, yeah, we're looking at the quarterback position, right? You know, mm-hmm. while you have a quarterback, that's like, <laughs> that's, I can't see that. That's like you, you know, while you, you and your wife are out, and you're like looking up uh what's that uh e-harmony messages right. <laughs> <laughs> i
2: can't i don't understand that It's not how you yeah. treat people right? it's not just football that's just people in life right so harmony uh, by the way not a sponsor of the show but if they'd like to be just reach out just really, really you know, yeah i'm sure dm you know claude j radio at, on at one time
1: we're, we're, we're married after meeting on e-harmony you know right Talked to in a while, you know, who knows, right? <laughs> we'll take their money like we take anybody else's money, but exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey, just right. The NFL, like the NFL, is
2: sponsored by all kinds of people. You don't see how many ads on the NFL. Yeah. Why not, man? They can have singles oh, night and all kinds of stuff sponsored. All, by all kinds. Of but that's, that's right. enough. We're not going to give any more ideas because again, we're not getting paid. <laughs> and, and you right. know, we like we like money. We like being written. Yes, you know. Yes. About yes. About so these we do, sucks.
1: It, do this the right way. Do it the right way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, the coaches can take advantage of this situation, man. There's some good things that can be had out
2: of this team. It really is. Really. Absolutely. All right. It's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 AM on the radio, anywhere where you get your fine podcasts uh, for you to download and listen at your pleasure. Coming up after this break, Kevin and I are going to do America's Favorite Segment, Fake News or Not. This is the Federal Football Report. Battles
1: aren't won solely on the field. That's a common misconception. Battles are won within over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. In that place where promises are kept. Promises to oneself. This is a promises to one's community. Healthy people move out of house. Promises to one's country. In the heart of every Marine, you'll find a promise. A promise forever kept. A promise of battles won.
0: Hi, I'm Albert Pujols. And I'm Deidre Pujols. And we made it our mission to strike out slavery. Did you know that millions of people Many who are in vulnerable populations are caught in this nightmare of violence, fraud, and coercion. And during a crisis like the pandemic, even more innocent people are at risk of falling victim to human trafficking. Sometimes we all take true freedom for granted. Freedom to live our life. The freedom to pursue our dreams. The freedom to watch and play baseball. But for far too many, basic freedom has been torn away, often violently and often targeting those most vulnerable among us. That's why we made it our mission to strike out slavery. And we're sending out an SOS, because freedom is worth fighting for. Join us. Join baseball fans. Join the fight against human trafficking. Go to StrikeOutSlavery.com. And now an important message from Amanda Klutz. Our lives have truly changed since March 2020. Not only did Broadway dim their lights, but my biggest light, my star, my husband, Elvis's father, Nick Cordero, passed. Nick fought a really tough battle from the repercussions of COVID-19. This pandemic has made us all stronger. It has given us an opportunity to find new ways to rise above this pain. And there is hope now with many vaccines available, but we have to keep wearing our masks and we have to keep social distancing. Practicing these methods only keeps us all safer. Please make kindness contagious and unite to prevent. For more information, visit unite2prevent. UniteToPrevent.org.
2: Welcome back to the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network. He's Kevin Stanford. I'm Claude Jennings. The Washington football team. Things are looking up and looking better. But ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for America's favorite segment. We're talking about fake news or not. It's time for fake news or not. <laughs> That's right. I got three short statements. Kevin lets me know whether, they're, whether it's fake news or not. Statement number one, we've been tough on the coaching staff, both defense and head coach, and and the head coach here on this team because of the win against Tampa Bay. The coach is off the hook for at least two more weeks. Is that fake news or not?
1: That's fake news. That's fake news (laughs) right away. Right away.
0: Because.
1: Even during this game, I was tweeting that I didn't understand why they didn't move Heineken around in the pocket because every time mm-hmm. he got sacked, he got sacked right in the pocket. Yeah. And, yep. yep. And I was wondering if they realized that they could like do things and roll him out. Like, you know, Brady can't roll out, man, because he mm-hmm. runs like Herman Munster, right? Mm-hmm. But there's things you can do with a guy with, with a guy like Heineken and his mobility. If he if he can't throw on the run, he can stop. <laughs> then throw. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to sit there and be, as I described, uh, a mallet on the toilet, which means <laughs> a sitting duck. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have to be a sitting duck. So mm-hmm. you know, they, they got to show some some improvement. The the, uh, the defense. Uh, you know, you got to realize that that it, it could have been a, a different ball game if the Buccaneers, like if it, uh, the hit um, that, that dislodged the ball for the first interception. Mm-hmm. A, a different ball game, right? Sure. Sure. Game. If, if they had, Buccaneers dropped a few passes yesterday, mm-hmm. so they they can't think that they've arrived. They can if the coaches use this to build on. And I see a a a, a grand performance against Carolina. I'll let them off the hook then. But until
2: then, no, no, no. The jury—that's fake news. The jury is still out on these dudes. All right, there you go. No, I'm I'm with you too. Like the, you know, and it's funny because we just talked about there's nothing like momentum with this football team. There's also nothing like you know, a win or even a loss that spirals the fan base into, you know, crazy town. And so, no, the coaching staff cannot be let off the hook because of this one win. Um, because, by the way, I mean, you know, and I'm not trying to run anyone's parade, but, you know, when teams are on a roll, you've got teams that are good and they've got, you know, whether it's off a of bye week, they don't win. There's always these trap games. And it's possible that, you know, Dallas, who blew out the Falcons and have been playing well all year, you know, they got blown out by the Broncos. Like, I mean, you know, you yeah. get these trap games. And so, and so, you know, but, but the point is, is that as a player, you still got to play these games. And so even if it's a trap game or a team's not expecting you to win, you still got to get on the field and you got to play. So no, the coach staff is not off the hook uh, at all. Statement number two, <laughs> believe it or not, the defense might actually improve with Chase Young out. Fake news or not? That is absolutely news.
1: We <laughs> and it's only because Chase has not been playing up to his um, potential. And uh, it's... Whose fault is that? Who who knows? Do they expect Chase to just be dominant without them helping him be dominant? I mean, could they be calling m- more blitzes? And I don't. People use this expression, exotic blitz. I don't really understand what that means. Is like, <laughs> does a blitzer have a, like a veil and like feathers and
2: stuff? <laughs> playing that music. It's, it's blitzes that they got specifically from the Amazon. And, yeah, so, right. and, and that's why it's <laughs> Yeah, what, yeah. Exotic. The, yeah
1: right. <laughs> and, and penguin feathers and stuff like that, right. But no, you know, could they be calling some more blitzes to confuse lineman to allow Chase and Montez to have more, or even Allen and, and Payne. Allen and Payne in positions where they have to use, like, brute force. There's technique right. involved, but they have to overpower their men. And one of those guys is automatically going to get double teamed because you got the guard. Right. And the center's gonna to choose to go one way or another, right? Mm-hmm. But with Chase and Montez, they they, they there's so many techniques that, that they could use. They could put a tight end uh, on that side, they can put a running back on to pop them one time as they go out. So they need they need more help, right? Mm-hmm. So it depends on how Jack Del Rio views whoever is going to take the place of Chase Young. Um, you know, if Hopefully he'll figure out that this needs help. Maybe they'll develop some new things that they'll be able to incorporate when Chase comes back. So yeah, yeah, there's a there's a chance we might see a different defense and get let's not say a better defense, let's say better mm-hmm. production.
2: Better production. Okay. Better production. I, li- I, I, I like that because it reminds me of, you know, sometimes you see this mostly in basketball because there's only five players on, on the court for one team at a time. But when you get one of the better players, you have uh, the, the the rest of the teammates kind of space out and watch what the other yes. what the star is doing <laughs> as opposed to rotating and moving without the ball and trying to get open and things like that. Um, you know, one thing that 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 I thought was very interesting was uh, I was listening to Kevin Sheehan. Uh, in the morning, our buddy, uh, Kevin, and he was to talk, talking to coach Rivera and he asked him about chase playing more on the right side than the left, I guess, compared to the last year, maybe it was the left compared to the right. But coach Rivera said that they call the play in for the defense and sweat and, 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 uh, and chase just determine after this, after the, the, the call, what side they want to play, they choose it. But they said, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to play right, you play left this time. Okay, I'm going to play left, you play right this time. And I thought that that was really odd, like, like for them to decide <laughs> among themselves. I mean, it's one, again, again, you know, success sometimes breeds confidence, and and that can be borderline arrogant and cocky. I'm just not sure if they were at the point, based on production from last year, albeit great, that they were at the point now where they can say, okay, will you play whichever side you want play? i will play whatever side I want to play. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I didn't get like, 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 if all of a sudden I found out that outside of your audibles and checkdowns, that Heineke was starting to call his plays like he's Peyton Manning, I would say, whoa, 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 I don't <laughs> think he's there yet. And I feel the same way about these two on defense. Like, I'm not sure if. Because I'm just assuming that that would throw other things off with your scheme, because if you got chase on one end, I'm just assuming there's things you can do with a strong safety. Maybe bring them down to the line on the other side. And so it just, it, it which just odd to me that that is a decision that he lets them make. Maybe now with both of those guys out, you know, whoever's on the left or right side, that's just your side. Hey, you know what? I, I heard that. And
1: I was sort of taken aback by that, too. You know, they they haven't been around. They don't know enough to make that decision. Until I heard B. Mitch say that that's not unusual. Ah, okay. (laughs) That's not unusual for defensive ends. But I still maintain that there's a lack of leadership that would – Allow that to happen. I, right. I think if you have, if, if your linebacker and I forget the name of the linebacker who really wasn't doing anything and went down this year, uh, <laughs> this um, um, uh, if, if, remember that cause they got him like last year and he started, they got him off the street. I think he was driving a milk truck or something. And, and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll think of his name. You know how, how it is when you become a seasoned veteran, um, mm-hmm. But maybe somebody would tell them in the hell, no, stay on your side, period. Right. You know, somebody that they will listen to, right? And 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 I think that that lack of leadership. Um, that lack of the alpha dog, so you would, you know, it doesn't have to be your best player. It will be the one. Remember when uh, DJ Swearinger was on the team, right? Mm-hmm, everybody, mm-hmm. he was the alpha dog on the, on the yeah, team, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew he wasn't the best player, but everybody knew who was calling the shots. He might not even be calling the plays, but he was mm-hmm. calling the shots. Now, mm-hmm. Ron apparently doesn't like guys like that, right? You know, Ron? Right. He, he has dismissed uh, all the leadership on on this team, right? You mm-hmm. know, first they need to get rid of Adrian Peterson because that that is not a threat, but a challenge to his authority that he doesn't appreciate. But but um, yeah, I, I think that that's. With some leadership here and guys trying to do their best and and play as long as they can, you, you you're you going to see a difference. And mm-hmm. whether coach, hopefully these coaches will capitalize on this and make us better for the long run, especially if Carolina's looking past us to the Dolphins. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly, exactly. And <laughs> uh, so, uh, fake news or not, statement number three we will be done with this segment. We're going to talk about Carolina after this. Um, uh, it's time for the team to settle on Heinecke for at least the next two, maybe three years, and build elsewhere. Leave the starting quarterback position the way it is, build elsewhere for the next two to three years, and then reassess, fake news or not?
1: That is actually a tough one because Mm -hmm. it's news. It would be right if it's news. It's it's fake news because they're not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't, man. Taylor Heineken he can walk across the Potomac River next Sunday, mm-hmm. and the coaching staff will come out and say, well, you know, but he can't swim. <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> we know he walked on water, but it would be yeah. better if he could swim.
1: Yeah, it would be better. <laughs> we need a guy going to swim in that position. Right. <laughs> and you know what that would do if if they, look, if they looked at that like news? What that would do is it would open up all kinds of possibility in the draft. They mm-hmm. can go for the best athlete available, mm-hmm. not trying to all the eggs in one basket. They could, they could just just build their team, make their team better. Whether it's a a linebacker or, or a, a a stud uh, left tackle or a uh, um, you know just a un un uh, unflappable virus, anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But once you decide that it's got to be the quarterback. That just changes your whole draft structure. That means anything else you get is whatever you get, right? You know, you right, can right. pass on some major talent because you're smitten with this guy. So in the real world, in the in the logical <laughs> world, <laughs> that should be new. They should be happy with that and mm-hmm. get a guy in to compete with Heineke, right? And make Heineke better, make the guy trying to get the job better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I don't think they live in that world. I think they live in that fake news world, as we ask Jack Del Rio. But,
2: uh, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, it's interesting to me because when I look at it, and, and again, I'm not saying this guy was the answer. I'm just talking about the way that they carried the situation. How much better off with the team or the organization? Now, they did have a different coach, you know, who's seen who at least right now seems to be more unstable as a as a leader than than you know uh Rivera uh, who's changing the culture but imagine how far along the team would have been had they just settled for like on Kirk Cousins and said listen for the next three years or four years, this is going to be our guy. We know he can play the position, but we're not going to do this franchise thing. And then the next year, oh, we're going to franchise again. Well, what about them? We're not going to do that. We're going to settle on him for, first of all, they would have saved money by doing it, but we're going to settle on him for three years or four years. And we're going to build else, elsewhere. And by the time we get to his third year, his fourth year, it's going to be all on him. He's going to have to show it and prove it because everything else around him will be almost set. Or if you get into a situation where there's a, a quarterback that you that's a clear upgrade, who's a free agent or something, you can bring him in. But it's like we've seen this before. And so you let him go, and then we bring in Haskins. And the poor kid, you know, again, I thought he was very immature. I mean, you can go back and listen to, the, to, to other episodes, but he's never given the, the chance and opportunity to grow. And it's amazing. Right. And I'm telling you, they can look at him now. Well, he's been Pittsburgh, he's doing up and there, amazing It's like, but the way that sometimes when you're mismanaged and that young and, and again that immature. It can affect the way you see yourself and the way you play. It can affect your career in a bad way. Right. I, I I'm I still think that what that the worst thing that ever happened to Patrick Ramsey was that he played for this team under a bad offense <laughs> behind a bad offensive line. He had I mean he was shell shocked the rest of his k- career and the boy could process he could process everything. He had a great arm but he was hit so much here like I mean and and this, the mismanagement it was like it, it 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 was detrimental. And so I'm I'm, I'm looking That's at this thing are. with Heineken. It's like if you could just say you, you're the guy for the next two to three years. Here's the third year you're going to have to prove it, but you're the guy we're going to build around you, uh, uh, and build elsewhere. I think that's the way to go, but you're right. I don't think they're going to do it, they're not going to do it. We, I know they're not going to do it. I mean, just
0: yeah, yeah we, we both
1: know it's, 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 it's news that it's fake news. <laughs> that's what right. it is,
0: you know, right?
1: Right, look at you, those, those situations you mentioned, right? If you look at the history, has has shown us the type of people. You were dealing with, with, with both Kirk Cousins and Bruce Allen. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, who mm-hmm. knows? What, you put both all that in a dark room. Who knows what, what is going on, what's, what's coming out, right? That's, that's, that's bizarre. We, I, I think we're better off with both of them gone. You know, yeah, really yeah, not, yeah, sure, not in sure. terms of winning and losing, but just better off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, but, but you're absolutely right. You're dealing with a situation, but the head coach just said two weeks ago in the press conference, "Yeah, we're looking for a new quarterback." <laughs> yeah, 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 it's ridiculous. So now you sit in the ice tub, right? You know, after after you've been taking all the blows of these the NFL lines have rained upon you. I mean, they were hitting this kid yesterday. Mm-hmm. He up and kept fighting back, and you sitting there and you listen- you just happen to be listening to the federal football report, and you hear us say how the quarter the coach has said that
2: they were quarterback shoppers mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're literally giving your all mm-hmm. this, you know this is all you get this is, and i'm this, sorry i i and i love chase and chase young's energy and you know and all that stuff, but just give me one player that you know that since we've seen him since Last year with the Tampa Bay game, one play on this team, that, that that that's tougher than Heineke. He goes out there and he plays and gives it his all every single play. It matters to him. You know what I mean? Like, it, and it's obvious that it is. I mean, obviously to Chase as well, but these are your two. And you got to go on offense. I mean, McLaurin, obviously, but he's got the talent to match. Heineke just got a grit about him.
1: That, that's it. That's it. And, and the coaching staff – has to take advantage of it. And this is one of the problems when your head coach is your personnel guy too, because mm-hmm. there's nobody to bounce things off of. No one the only way Rivera sees it is Rivera's way. And mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so that's that limits the team. I mean you haven't heard uh Martin Mayhew's name or whoever the other dude's name is uh uh the, the guy the other Carolina guy since we're Carolina North you haven't heard right, the right. names All season long, because every decision is Rivera. These guys basically just. I don't know what they do.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Well, I mean, it's, it's yeah, no, who, you know, who knows? And so, but like you said, we, I think we know what news is, but we also know that they're not going to do it. So it's going to end up being fake news. Uh, talking about being Carolina North, got Carolina coming up uh, this next week. Want to preview the game before we take uh, our next commercial break. Here's what's interesting. So we've got Cam Newton back in Carolina, uh, Ron Rivera leaves Carolina and took every quarterback on the roster with him here, except for Cam. Newton. <laughs> you know I mean, he brings up, uh, you know, Kyle Allen's here. Heineke's called back up. And these guys were in Carolina, but the only one he didn't want to call is Cam Newton uh, 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 as far as coming up here. And they didn't have a quarterback up here. Could have used Cam. As a matter of fact, a lot of folks are saying, oh, man, bring Cam, bring Cam. Didn't want to. Uh, Cam looks like scored two touchdowns uh, uh, in, his, in, in, in his first game back in Carolina. Uh, may, I may start uh, this upcoming week. Uh, how do you see this game you know, playing out?
1: You know, it's interesting. If uh, I'm not familiar with the organization in Carolina, I, if if I'm running the organization, I'm holding it close to my best, as they say. Who's starting, right? Mm-hmm. I'm telling Cam all week long, "Yeah, you're starting," and I want you to run over everything in an opposite color jersey. You don't have to pass; just run mm-hmm. over and mm-hmm. yell every time you put your shoulder down. Just, yeah, yeah, Rivera. That's what I'm telling Cam. Uh-huh. And, and, and see, this week, Rivera is going to feel a lot of questions about the emotion of it, about how, uh, how it's going to feel to go back to Carolina and facing Cam and this, that, and the other thing. Now, fortunately for Rivera, they're coming off a win because I don't think that he's built up enough equity in this team that they're going to come out and say, well, let's win this one for coach. I don't think
2: that's
1: mm-hmm. there yet. No. Uh, no, no, no. So um fortunately Carolina is a is a beat up organization. I'm not sure if McCafferty is hurt this week or not. He's gotten in his contract that he's
2: hurt six weeks a year. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. When we played last week. I feel like, I feel like, you know, to, to harp on what you just said, I feel the the exact opposite is true. I mean, I feel what, what you said is true, but what you said is true and the and, and the exact opposite of what you're saying is true. I don't I feel like the coach actually doesn't have much of a connection at all with the players on it. It doesn't feel like there's a, you know, like, like not only are, I don't think these guys are going to say, let's go ahead and win this for coach. I feel like they're just not even attached to this guy. Just, that, that's just what it feels like. You know what I mean? He's coach. We're playing the game, but I don't feel this whole, you know, I, I just don't feel like the guys care one way or the other. Like he's just not, it's just no connection. It, it seems like.
1: Right. I, I don't feel, I feel there was a stronger connection of the six weeks or uh, the 10, however long Bill Callahan had the team. He had a yep. 500 record. Yep. But yep. but it was like they were
2: coming together. They were playing as one. They were we talked with- about it. We said yeah. there's no need to get another coach. Let at least for next year. Let him keep these guys together. And Callahan will be the head coach. Let's. And, and nope nope (laughs) yeah
1: and 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 he's uh i believe where is he now in philly or he's a oh with the browns with uh he's a line coach for the browns Mm -hmm. they had blown out yesterday but they had been running all over people all year long so Mm -hmm. yeah so i'm I'm looking for um i'm looking for a competitive game i don't know uh i don't know if it, something else that concerns me about this team, you know that Terry McLaurin is 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 a, is a man, mm-hmm. but then they don't have, they don't know what they're going to do with tight end. They're playing mm-hmm. I, I did see Reyes on the field yesterday. That's only the third time in life he's had on a jersey, um, <laughs> but they 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 just keep selling players in and out like they're interchangeable, like they're chess pieces and, and no one really gets the flow of the game. I don't mm-hmm. know if any receiver caught the Mill cut one and, and fumbled it, but the, the, they don't allow the guys to become part of the game. And so um, fortunately it worked yesterday because Tampa Bay didn't click you know, we just got to hope that we catch the Carolina on a down day and, and they don't unleash
2: Cam on us,
1: right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we'll <laughs> see what happens. There's yeah. a reason it happened the way it did. There's a That's reason. True. That's true. Well, we'll yeah. see how it, how it all works out, and we'll be able to bring that to you next week. Coming up in the next segment after this quick commercial break, uh, there's a special birthday happening in the Stanfield home. We'll talk a little bit about that, and the, and, and there's some plans going on uh as far as a movie, and we'll talk about that coming up on the Federal Football Report. If you're talking and never shared with friends or family. It's dangerous and illegal.
0: So talk with your kids and guide them through the challenges of growing up safe and healthy. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Hi, I'm Mike Richmond of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs with your VA research nugget of the day. Longtime VA transplant surgeon and research scientist Thomas Starzl is widely regarded as the father of transplantation. Although not the first surgeon to perform a successful kidney transplant, he's credited with the first every series of repetitively successful human kidney transplants. They resulted in long-term survival for patients He carried out the first of those in 1962. He's also credited with performing the first successful liver transplant in 1963. While Starzl's patients succumbed to pneumonia weeks after the liver transplant, it was still considered a huge success and paved the way for life-saving procedures for many others. To learn more about VA research, go to research.va.gov. That's research.va.gov. I'm Mike Richmond.
2: We don't want you on our team.
0: You're too slow and fat. This is weight bias. I'm worried about your weight. Don't you care what other people think? Millions who live and are affected by obesity face weight bias every day. You're not the right fit for this job. Unfair judgment by others. Just stop eating so much and exercise some you lose all this weight. These people often blame themselves. It's just me. Nobody likes me. I do exercise and eat right. And I talk to my doctor. Weight bias hurts. Everyone deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. Your words and actions matter. Let's stop weight bias. Let's work together. Be part of the solution. Go to stopweightbias.com and learn more. A public service message from Obesity Action Coalition.
2: Welcome back to the Federal Football Report, the final segment of this week's edition. He's Kevin Stanford. Hey, I'm Claude up, Jennings. Hold on, oh, mm-hmm. we
1: gotta stop something here. Okay. We gotta call this the award-winning Federal Football Report because it was, it was widely publicized on Twitter that our own Claude Jennings oh, was right. a recipient of a Marconi <laughs> Award last week. Yeah, we yeah. We have not had an opportunity to to get money from you people because we had a award-winning show. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, yeah. No, yeah exactly. Congratulations well, on behalf well, of of, of the, fan, the, fan, the fan base,
2: right, of the best really podcast radio show. Yeah, yeah. So what was that like, man? So I didn't even know that the show was submitted, but someone who works at a radio station that, um, that, I, that, that I work, one of the ones that I work for uh, where that podcast is housed, she submitted it because she thought it was good and said, "Hey, I think it should, you know, um, be nominated for a Marconi." She submitted. It. I had no clue, and then it was nominated, which I was like, "Oh, cool! This is cool to be nominated for a Marconi." And the the podcast is called "We Need to Talk." The subtitle is "Conversations about race you've always wanted to have but didn't know where to start." And mm-hmm. so, and so, it, it really—I mean, it's—I it, think it's a good show. Um, But anyway, it was submitted. And then, um, you know, we had a huge watch party. And next thing you know, it says, you know, here are the nominees. They go through and the Marconi goes to we need to talk and everybody's clapping and jumping and happy, (laughs) including me. And and, and to be honest with you, I thought we had a really good shot, not because the show was better than any other show that was nominated. It's because the other ones that were that made the, 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 the that were nominated, that made the finals, they weren't. Serious topics, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. one was like garage talk or something like that, and you know, <laughs> one was like a sports thing. Although we take sports seriously, obviously, this is oh, a sports show. Sure. But yeah, sure, but sure. given what we've been through in 2020, in early 2021, as a country, I felt like the one ours, the one our race would would probably have. It had a leg up because it was a serious talk, a serious right. show about, you know, just things we were dealing with it and going through, through, a, through, uh, through, through a country. Now, the other shows could be bad and ours just was good. It's just that I don't I don't I, I haven't listened to the yeah, other ones. So I don't matter. know. But it's like if you've got this one about race and another one, you know, I'm, I'm assuming garage talk is about cars. Right. And it's like and you just come out of that 2020 thing into 2021. I would just assume that the race one would probably have more water and, unless, uh, and, and and it won and so you know I'm, I'm happy about it and you thank know, you for the shout about, out and the TK Loyal Littles for all the shout outs.
1: Yeah unless they have a show about like not letting black people into your garage <laughs> right,
2: right, right I mean because this that one's about would. unity yeah. and, t- and having <laughs> tough conversations and and by the way not a talking down to anybody it's just a talk up for all of us you know what right, I mean because we, right. t- we talk Get about racism, but we, uh, me too stuff as well I mean we talked about a lot of different stuff right. and so we you've got, got that, but yeah, I mean, unless the yeah, if the if the garage talk was about not access, then I understand or you know, Latinos, and I understand or oh, we're not letting the women in the garage, and I understand exactly why. Uh, they didn't win, uh, but why they would be nominated would also right. be questionable to me. Um, but, but, but anyway, right. thank you, but, Kevin. I really appreciate it. But right. yeah. another, there's a special occasion happening in the Stanfield home and, and tell us about that. What's going on? Oh
1: yeah. Today, as we speak, is the uh, birthday of the beloved Mrs. Kevin Stanfield, a.k.a. Right. Anna Maria, a.k.a. Maria. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yes, today is her birthday, and we are celebrating by uh, recording the podcast, first of all, right, because there's no greater tribute than that, mm-hmm, right? Right. We're giving of ourselves, right? And <laughs> and then this evening I'm going to do something to the chagrin of of, of, of uh, fan base and uh, fans of the old uh, TK show. I'm going to a movie screening. We're actually going to see right. the screening of the, the film King Richard. And they'd
2: rather hear your thoughts on the movie without you watching it.
1: Right, right. But you're actually going to go see this one. Right. Now this is momentous in a couple of ways. Number one, it's a free date. <laughs> <laughs> number one. But, but number two, this is the first time I've set foot in the movie theater in almost two years. Oh wow! Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. know what it's going
2: to be like. I How are know. you feeling? How are you feeling going I, into it? You know I'm, I'm,
1: I'm pretty cool with it, right? You know, I've been on uh, planes. I've been around a lot of people. A lot. You know, I'm vaccinated. Got the, you know, got the part three or whatever you call it, right? Mm-hmm. The,
2: the booster. Yeah, the I'm gravy shot, I right? Booster, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I
1: Got the gravy shot. Haven't had, you know, any. I had a sore arm after all. I feel good about it. I, you know, I still will wear the mask, right? You know, I've been on mm-hmm. the plane, and what the stupidest thing in the world is, and you know, you got to wear the mask on the plane, people. You, you told them you go wear the mask when you bought the ticket. You they mm-hmm. told you to you get on the plane. Don't start no stuff after you get on the plane. But the yeah. dumbest thing in the world is to take uh, take the mask down, eat the peanut, put the mask back on, and chew. That's the yeah. dumbest. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, right, right. Like a fifteen minute grace period. So you got. Right. just 50 minutes, then put the yeah. mask in. Anyway, right. uh, in Virginia, where we're going, there's no mask mandate uh, in terms of in the theater. Okay. so. I'll still probably wear mine because I don't know these people.
2: Well, that's how my wife is. I mean, you know, she, you know, I'm, I, I kind of go with what the establishment says, and, just to, and and a lot of it just depends on how I feel. Like if it says it's it's mandatory. I obviously throw it on. If it says it's optional, I kind I go in with it on and just kind of see how I feel. You know what I mean? Right, and if right, I feel right, like that's right. oh, a lot of enough space, and but if it's crowded, you know, I'll throw it up or I'll, or, I'll, or I'll put it down. But but again, like Kevin said, just do what the people ask you to do. There's it's not, it's,
1: it's do. So I'm, I'm curious, you know, I'm very curious about the movie. As a matter of fact, I'm going to talk to you off air about uh reaching out to our friend Liz Clark to see if we can ah, get yes. her to talk. Because Liz, as you know, she lived tennis at the mm-hmm. time that, uh, that Richard Williams was prominent in the news in, in the tennis world. So I want to get her thoughts on it, even, you know, her dealings with it or just her mm-hmm. observations in, in covering tennis. So we're mm-hmm. going to reach out. As soon as we get off the air here, um, but I, I'm curious: as are there going to be concessions? You know, will it be popcorn? You know, right. will it be packaged individually wrapped? You know, how? Mm-hmm. What would mm-hmm. the seating situation be? I'm just curious about all these. We're curious about the movie as well. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a feel-good story, since I know how it ends. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they end up being pretty good. The sisters. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, a side note: over in Southeast Washington, there's a uh, uh, the community center uh, mm-hmm. dedicated to Serena, and um, and Venus. And I had the, the privilege back in the day. Uh, Michael Wilbon told me about it. I took my oldest daughter, who was at the time in the seventh grade, I took her to the dedication. And uh, I believe Venus was the champion at the time, and Serena was there. And uh, she had a chance to meet Venus Williams, right? Get wow. On. And because the TV camera saw her talking to Venus to interview my daughter, you know, ABC News interviewed my daughter about wow. Venus Williams at the time. Mm-hmm. So Venus is big in, in the Stanfield household, mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, Serena wasn't having it back then. She was like the typical 15-, 16 year sixteen-year-old girl, you know. She'd rather be with other people in other places, right? And <laughs> She right, had right, no problem letting right, right. be known. But, <laughs> uh-huh. but Venus was so kind and so gracious, right? Who, as a matter of fact, they're doing another screening tonight at the African American History Museum, and Venus Williams will be in attendance of that one. Wow, nice. So, so this is a big birthday celebration, free date for my wife. I already got the presents. We started celebrating. We went out to dinner uh, uh, Saturday. So, um, so it's going. We're going to end it up in grand style, and you know, experimenting uh, wrapped in bubble wrap at the, mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. theater in Virginia, and uh, we will report on that next week. And hopefully, we'll get Liz to share. Um, share with us on that as well. Uh, sometimes, you know what, we'll, we'll just as soon as we can get Liz, we'll do it in her schedule. We'll just do another podcast with Liz. on it. Yeah,
2: Whatever. exactly, exactly, because when you've got royalty like Liz Park on, I mean, you just you, you try to make it happen, and so, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. we'll see what we can do there. We'll talk about the game, we'll talk about the movies and Kevin's experience at the movies next week on the Federal Football Report.